well, before I left Chicago, my family said that they would be in touch with me if I uh, went to the therapist and at least heard what they had to say. And I went to one, and the woman started recommending drugs like uh, a few minutes in. Yeah. And I said to myself, that's uh, that's crazy. I'm not going to just throw something in my body just because uh, other people aren't comfortable by my questions. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm here talking with a conspiracy theorist. He has developed his ideas for over a decade, mostly from YouTube videos. People have dismissed him as crazy. Some of his ideas may even seem dangerous. Yet all he wants to do is to bring laughter and goodwill to those around him. He is often in good spirits, unless I prod his belief system. There is one thing he has taught me. No matter how accepted truth is, we often cannot prove it ourselves. We go along with what we are told, with what makes sense, and with what we want to believe. And so I present an unconventional approach of thinking about our own beliefs with Ryan Casey in The Case for Conspiracy. What are you doing today? Well, I've been waiting for you. You only have so many free hours of the day. I do. So It's not like my life where I can do whatever the hell I want whenever I want. Must be nice, huh? It's not bad. Do you find yourself motivated to stay on top of tasks in that? To end the masquerade, sure. To end the masquerade? <laughs> yep. What does that mean? It means this is all just a fucking theater act. So Boris Johnson being sent to the intensive care unit is just a theater act. He's got the sun in his name, man. <laughs> Wait, why is it important that Boris Johnson has sun in his name? And they're fake news stories. They they have codes, and one of them is the sun. You always see people with sun in their name. A lot of Jasons, but a last name usually Dickinson. Names like that. And that's proof that they're part of this secret cabal. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I think. Uh, the man, the sun, the ram. Those are their code words. The man, the sun, and the ram are all code words. Yes. Uh-huh. They place these things in there because they're making a fool out of us. Okay. Like Jam Polar. <laughs> yeah, what Jason Jam Polar was some guy on, on on the news. It's all about COVID, and there were two threes in the headline. And and why do you think his name is funny? Because <laughs> like I said, the thirty three is about gay sex, and uh, his name is Jam. Like stick it in in his pole. <laughs> so they have some weird uh it's all code for the dick these people are obsessed with dicks there's a reason rockets look like dicks <laughs> well how else would they look like balls i don't know they have to they have to be straight and go up they're phallic they're very phallic a lot of things are ph- like pretty much everything is in some ways phallic almost mm, how about a box Damn it, I don't know. But, you know, I just every instrument I have has, has a phallic neck on it. So maybe it has something to do with being active, actionable. A box is very static. You gotta start thinking inside the box. <laughs> the box was the gift Satan gave the world. Why was that a gift? It was allowed them to make the model. Turn the flat surface into a curved earth turn the curved sky into a box 
and all of a sudden you've got a ball spinning around inside the box. The Kabbalah, the Kaaba, the ball. Okay, it's very clever, but... But it's very unlikely that that is true. It's it's just it, it's a little it, unlikely, I think. It's a little it's a little unlikely. There's no way that the ball flying around is a mo- is not is just a model. It has to really be happening. Well, it's just it's not what it if it's not what has to be happening. It just makes sense. If we're looking at planets, they're round. We can see Jupiter <laughs> with its moons circling around. Why would we be any different than a ball in space? Well, those don't look anything like our balls. Well, of course they don't, because they're, A, not in the the Goldilocks zone. Oh, we landed in the Goldilocks zone. That's we right. didn't That's land. Right. We fucking evolved on the Earth. <laughs> That's the story. All right, let's get back to the coronavirus for a minute. Yeah, it's all straight, buddy. What about the guy who was just some actor just died from COVID. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, mm-hmm? Yeah, actors die all the time. And it doesn't mean they're dead. His name's Jay Benedict. Dies due to COVID-19 complications. Age 68. Yeah, I mean, you can't prove that uh, he died, so... What does they that can tell mean? You any, they can't. can tell you anything. I mean, I guess they can, but it's probably... You know, it, usually when somebody in the in the internet says somebody died and they didn't die, they come out and say, "Hey guys, I'm still here," which has happened before. Right, but certain people are chosen to fake die. Why are they chosen? Like really fake die. <laughs> Where do I don't they know. go? I don't know. You don't think that sounds crazy at all? No, because David Bowie was on television the day he died. So you say, but. Apparently, no, it, was, watch. it was a guy. That, it. it was a guy that looks like him or whatever that worked with him. Who was his friend? Who never took a picture with him? Never <laughs> was known for anything. Can't find any other pictures on the internet of him. But uh, so David Bowie, this world-renowned entertainer, suddenly decides to pretend to to fake his death and go where? I don't know. Man, I don't understand. No, you 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 couldn't possibly. Come on. No, but you, you can. No, I, I just told you I don't know. But you certainly seem certain of what you're that saying. That was David Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it's just a, some YouTube video, which which this guy. It was never, originally on Sky News. This guy has never resurfaced again. What's that? He's never resurfaced resurfaced again. Because <laughs> he doesn't exist. Hello. What do you mean he doesn't exist? David Bowie he's, doesn't exist? He's David Bowie. Yeah, but where David is David Bowie? Bowie? Is living us. Who knows? Jack Stephen on David Bowie, Sky News, January 11th, 2016. The 111. I mean, he looks fucking British, man. He doesn't even look like David Bowie. Oh, come on. Not one person I've ever shown that to has said that doesn't look like David Bowie. <laughs> okay, it's he's got like an eerie... But if you put them side by side, it doesn't Find some look more like pictures of him. Find some more pictures of him. If you can show me a picture of Jack Stephen with David Bowie, then I will agree with you. They were friends. Both worked in the record industry. Sure, they partied together. You can't admit that one thing is a hoax, because then the whole thing is a hoax. <laughs> no, I mean, 
sure things can be hoaxes. There are conspiracies in the world. I've never denied that. But this one just seems really bizarre. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, they are not like you and I, buddy. What are they? They're the reptilians? No, they're fucking liars. They're megalomaniacs. There's a picture here where he looks nothing like David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And here, this one, too, doesn't? It's like one, one angle, one smile is the only image they put next to him. They freeze frame his face, making the similar face to David Bowie. That's You can watch the video. You can see his face in many different... Dude, David <laughs> Bowie's neck is longer. Why would he go through all this trouble of reconstructing his beautiful, recognizable face? So he can live a life outside of the limelight. Since when does he ever wanted to live outside of the lime of the limelight? Well, maybe it gets old, man. You literally just make this shit up as you go, dude. I don't know why they do these things. How, I mean, how am I supposed to know? Why do you choose to believe this if you can't even prove it or you can't know why? I told you, do? there's no pictures of them together, and he looks exactly like him. Okay, <laughs> even if that's true, that's still not enough proof that they're the same person but you being told that david bowie died is enough proof that he is dead yeah because he's got a lot of family members including uh duncan jones his son who's a a director and people are motivated by weird things including money to do things i mean that's also true but again you're correlating things that you cannot prove are connected so you can say a lot of things that's why conspiracy is so prevalent because anybody can come up with position a and position b and say position c is because of both of those and who's to say who's right and wrong it's it's again it always comes down to what you want to believe you know whatever joe you can't admit anything dude what do you mean you cannot admit that one thing is not as it appeared because then that opens the door no, Ryan, you haven't given definitive proof of anything. So why would I admit something that you're saying is right? It's all what you're claiming. Proof is in the eye of the beholder. The beholder, you, does not want to be proven wrong. <laughs> the proof is objective. You want to believe there's a conspiracy, just like and your you brother said. you want to not believe there is. No, I'm open to conspiracies. Oh, okay. Get the fuck out of here. 9-11, you still think it was committed by 19 Muslims? No, we're not doing 9-11 conspiracy yet. That needs an entire episode. Why don't you step back a little bit and tell me about your early life? What, what was it like growing up? What was it... Uh, can, you, can you look back and, and, just, and see where... You started really distrusting authority, society, everything? Uh, When I was 20. (laughs) What were you doing before then? I mean, you were sort of into watching the news and deciding, well, I don't believe what they're saying. Well, like, through high school and college, I didn't know anything about politics. So high school was easy for you, right? Yes. Why was it easy? Were you just able to retain information without really trying? Uh, I don't know. I was good at taking shortcuts. 
What shortcuts? Like you could remember equations without having to solve them? No, in terms of like doing homework and shit, I would get it all done at like lunch. I would just use other people. You mean like <laughs> cheating? Uh-huh. Oh, so that's how you never... Because you like to claim that you never brought a backpack to school, but it was because you were cheating, what, with like the older crowd? Well, no, I mean, I still had to take the test. I would just, at homework, like math class, uh-huh. it's due uh, at the end of the day. Well, I'll just do it at lunch. <laughs> Hopefully somebody else is doing it, and we can do it together. And that worked pretty much every time. Um, yeah, I mean, I find ways to do stuff before school, study malls, whatever. So you were kind of cheating. I mean, done. you were just beating the system, not doing it the way that, like, on your own. And you weren't actually doing it on your own. Well, like, for one, I remember... <laughs> In English class, you had to read a book and then write a paper about the the criticisms of the book. And I uh, I made up the whole thing. I made up the, all the criticisms, and then I cited them like they were real things. I couldn't find any of them. And they believed <laughs> I, you? Yeah. I got the highest grade in the whole class. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's say, saying you're not clever, but clever doesn't always equate to intelligence no because yeah in fact it's probably the opposite no, I the just cleverer think... you are the stupider you are no it's more like the lazier you are <laughs> i admit i'm lazy yeah but but that can all change right i can go crazy again what do you mean well when you're crazy you're not lazy you're flying around you're trying to do crazy shit so when was the first time you felt crazy after the uh, the bird. After the bird, uh, you saw a bird in the sky and thought it was a drone or something. No, after I had found the flat Earth, I had mostly stayed in the closet, except only talking to my buddy Michael Pill. Uh huh. But then one day, I was forced out of the closet by some weird thing. Which was what? I had been, I had been watching 60 Minutes with my mother and Michael Pill, and the first story was about drones. Uh, little drones, bugs, birds. You'd never know it was a drone, but it'd be listening to you, recording video and audio. And the second was about um, a new planet being discovered at the edge of the solar system. So uh, I thought that was bullshit, but I went outside with my dog, smoked a cigarette. The dog went walking into the neighbor's lawn. Michael and I followed it, and suddenly a weird bird-like creature flew into the sky at an incredible rate, squawked and made weird sounds. And I didn't know what it was, but uh, the next morning on Facebook, I posted that something weird was going on. And I don't know if the government's listening to me, but, you know, I'm onto the flat earth and I need to, I need to be careful. <laughs> um, and then it all went crazy from there. Everyone treated me like I was crazy, but that's probably what made me crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's unfortunate the entire system of, of health care, mental health care, it, it seems to not necessarily be the right atmosphere that people need to get better. The same with prisons. Like, why do people, why are people so much more likely to go back to prison if they were in prison? Because if you m- treat people like dogs, they will turn into dogs. If you treat people crazy, they will turn even crazier 
Yeah. Well, my uh, my psychosis was temporary, and it was all to me. It was all planned out and given to me. But that could just be you making sense of it, which you know I I understand. But you also said that it wasn't quite easy to tell when it started and and ended. No, it isn't. But so that's a long time ago now, and and, and, I, and so much happened that uh, it's hard to piece it all together. And you would never trust a doctor in our society to analyze your situation or your life, well, your thoughts, everything. Well, before I left Chicago, my family said that they would be in touch with me if I uh, went to a therapist and at least heard what they had to say. And I went to one, and the woman started recommending drugs like uh, a few minutes in. Yeah. And I said to myself, that's, uh, that's crazy. I'm not going to just throwing something in my body just because uh, other people are uncomfortable by my questions. Which is a totally fair statement, and it's unfortunate that you had to meet somebody who was so quick to give you drugs. Yeah. But maybe there's better psychologists out there that wouldn't do that right away. What are their, ans- what are their other answers? Well, you'd have to find out. You'd have to, to give somebody else a chance. It sounded like you 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 got a bad apple, and you cut down the entire tree. I won't give the whole world a chance. They can uh, just throw the ball, and then I'll know I'm crazy again. And I'll take pills and all that. Well, but even pills may not be the answer. But if you, if somehow we could prove to you, which I would think the best way would fucking send you to space. I mean, if I had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars extra i would absolutely send you on virgin galactic's commercial space flight when do you expect that to be a possibility uh i mean they just went public this year so or last year it's very possible within the next five six years i I think they really want to get going they they were kind of planning on gearing up in the next two years but now this pandemic i'm sure is causing problems and don't uh, tell me that it's poor space industry is going to slow because of uh, the pandemic. Shit. No, 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 no. They were onto such great things. Ryan, not the whole space they, industry. They were, they were onto such great things. We're, we've sent more <laughs> satellites up last year than ever before. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so there's a lot of shit going on. Do you think the world is run by criminals, Joe? It's possible. <laughs> Yes, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. It's scary how much is behind doors that are behind doors, and nothing is really transparent anymore. But it's also not on your shoulders to deal with most of that. You know. Is it on anyone? Well, look, man, if you want to do the work and get into society... You could do things like become put on a mask, become diplomats, and and fight for fights. But there's a lot of evil in the world. There's a lot of bad things going on in the world. I'll just become a diplomat. There you go. Yeah, become some kind of international communications director. Like, but there's you know, I don't no, know. All there, I can do is work on my community. Look, you're in a position where I appreciate that you find solace in picking up trash and that's a great thing that you you find joy 
literally recycling and picking up people's trash and yeah that is doing good in the world but when it comes to things that are obviously far beyond your capability like doing science actual science in laboratories and then suddenly going out of your way to say well atoms don't exist well this doesn't exist electron microscopes don't really exist we can't see you're creating a world view you're not you're you're not doing anything to show why those things don't exist or how. Yeah, you have seen my offer, right? My offer to um, be the guinea pig for demonstrating the contagiousness of COVID. You mean getting spit in your mouth from a COVID patient? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but the, who you offer? Like, what does that mean? You can say whatever you want, but unless you go do something, it's all just whatever. It's all just. It's a fugazi. <laughs> well, you know, I need help. You work for CBS, right? They're a major news outlet. Let them know about me. Maybe they can yeah, pull some see, strings. It's do the a, way do that a piece. you think things work it's never help works save the that world. way. Ryan. Help save the world, bro. Ryan, first of all, I'm not in CBS News. I'm in a small department that deals with branding CBS All Access. So you think, like, everybody in CBS is in one building? No, that's not how it works. And they're not going to listen to me. And then don't you, don't you, can't you put yourself in other people's shoes and say, okay, some random homeless guy wants me to spit in his mouth so he can become a COVID test patient. Like, where do you even begin to respond to that? People are just going to ignore that kind of thinking. You have to be able to see. Is that how you would sell, is that that how you would sell some random homeless guy? No, but they would eventually find that out. Yeah, I'm very random. Just some random homeless guy. Well, we, Is that why you're doing this podcast with me? <laughs> no, because I have the a random connection to you, but how other people perceive you. Okay, then why don't you be the de- the person to demonstrate it? It's not even the point. Like I can't... Or anybody. Look, man, you can go to the Cedars-Sinai Hospital, and, and I'm sure there's going to be patients there. You sure, huh? Yeah. There's 4,000 in L.A., which, again, is not that many, but they're not going to be in every hospital. We're, we're on a lockdown. Nobody's going out. Nobody's doing things unless they really need to. I've been seeing a lot more cars the last couple of days. People seem to be getting out more. Okay, perhaps. But, again, it seems like everything you you use to try and support your idea is based on hearsay, is based on you can look at it more than one way and that's not how facts and science work you know i i shouldn't be able to think there's an easy alternative answer for your question or or hypothesis i mean you can look at the empty hospital and say well yeah because uh they're confining all the people to the rooms and they're not letting guests in and everybody gets put in a bed right away and you can just say they're all just hidden away. <laughs> Everybody's just hidden away. Even, even when the people who work at the hospital are saying that nothing's happening, you well, can say, well, you went to a very that small... nothing's happening right now. Yeah, you went to a small hospital that's like, what is it? Was it even an ER room there? I'm t- yeah, there is, but I'm talking about all the hospitals. The people are taking videos of COVID. Yeah. Well, you say... You together say... their video. Okay. Creating a case against COVID. Okay. Well, I would recommend that you get your own videos of it and talk to the doctors 
at a at one of the bigger hospitals and find out and you know it's certainly fair to go ask questions so i'm not trying to stop you doing that but for now you're going to assume that everything is as they say it is yeah i will because you know what if it is real then it'd be much safer to assume that it's real now than to pretend it's fake and somehow get sick or get somebody else sick wouldn't you think and then uh what a couple years down the line we figure out that it was all just a scheme and then what if if we find out ryan that it is all a giant scheme then we've got much bigger problems yeah it's all one problem though isn't it I mean, you have a very inquisitive mind, but it seems to get you in trouble because it doesn't allow you to just live a productive life. Alright. What's productive to you? Working for the LCAI? (laughs) No, doing things that make you happy, that give you creative expression if you're a creative type of person or things that you can do to accomplish goals to be able to have my own place i want to buy a house and so that is a goal so i will work for the all-seeing eye and whoever i can to make money to buy a house and you know what my work is not i'm not a slave i'm very creative i get to choose music every spot that i do and that's part of the joy of my job as a musician They've literally, they pay me to find the music because I'm good at finding the right kind of music for something. And so I take pride in that. And there's nothing wrong if you want to just live off the grid and pick up trash, but it is a little bit of a problem when you're squatting on someone else's property. Why is it a problem? Well, first of all, it's not going to last forever. They're going to kick you out once they start production back up again or whatever is on hold over there second of all we pay taxes that take care of lands around there and streets that you use and shopping carts that you use and you know you're you're kind of like trying to beat the system that we're all putting our effort into because you think you're better than the system hmm that's an interesting way of looking at it how what does that mean it's all about perspective right well, I find it interesting that you, at first, you tried to, you kind of like, you know, slyly told me that, you know, you graduated in the sixth of your, cl- the top sixth of our class without ever having a notebook, a backpack, as if you were some kind of genius, but you just admitted that you cheated on your homework and stuff. So how do you reconcile those two things? I think half of what education is is figuring out how to get things done uh, efficiently and uh, not overexert yourself there's there's some there's some truth to that that prepares you for the real world to me the the only things that did it prepare you really teaching well I didn't really buy into the cheating stuff what do you mean like what happened when you went to you went to U of I Mm -hmm. and what happened there I uh, I played it straight. I failed. What do you mean you played it straight? You I tried, didn't cheat. You didn't cheat? Yeah. And then you found that it was harder than you thought it would be? Yeah. But did you put the actual work in? Like when they said read the book, did you read the book? 
No. So then, of course, it was hard. What was it that was really hard for you to do? Go to class and study. And what would you want to do instead? Smoke pot, play video games. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think then you ended up, you dropped out or you failed freshman year? Uh, I went two years at U of I. I, uh, okay. I dropped out. And the people around you? I mean, I'm sure you were hanging around with kids that also liked video games and stuff, but did they finish school? They did, for the most part. So how come they didn't help or you didn't kind of want to stick it with them? Stick in it with them? Um, I don't know. I just uh, I don't think I was very happy there. Could that have been just other reasons, too, of, of what, like, of the friends that you were finding and being away from home and dealing with everything on your own? What? Um, I think I was, uh, bored. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have school, a... School you, stuff didn't really interest me. Classes didn't interest me. But, and, but you're so fascinated with the world and how things work and with truth and... You know, in theories and science, in a, in a way, you're actually very fascinated with science. Yeah, they don't teach anything interesting at school. Well, I admit, man, I studied two years of science in biology and thought I could be a scientist, and I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. By the second year, I just was losing my mind because you're in this sterile environment, and there's not a lot of creativity to how to learn science and it's very by the book and it's sad because people like you and me get pushed out of that realm because that's not how we operate and if you want to talk about the system of education then yeah I think there could be humongous overhauls that I don't even think we're capable of in this society you know I I, I wish we had a, we lived in the time uh, of of sort of masters and disciples where you would learn everything <clears throat> everything from a trade from some you would learn everything from a master and you know Leonardo da Vinci kind of went through life like that and back in, in ancient Greece from from Plato to Aristotle or Socrates and Plato to Aristotle and how you would just learn everything from one person and and now we've sort of dumbed ourselves down to to think, well, we're, we should all be able to do the same exact things. But no, we all have different learning capabilities, and that's not—it's not a disability in any way. I think you know, my mom had dyslexia as a kid, and I honestly think I have some of that because I wasn't a very good student and got very bored easily and didn't like reading things that I was told to read even though I do like reading in general and I don't know do you do, do you think that you have something that society would call a learning disability or were you just very very stubborn uh, I'm just stubborn which I could I could see. Yeah. But you know you 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 can you can hone in on good questions and hone in on things that make people think. So, aside from where you are now, what could you have done 
that maybe you could have, uh, I don't know, found a job that would have satisfied you, that would have fulfilled that need that you didn't think was all for nothing because society is this big lie. Probably the, the, the role of the jester. <laughs> well, I think it's perfect for me. <laughs> okay, well then, you just gotta stick with it, man. I know, that's why I want to get done with this, so I can go find some masks, so. Get done with what? This podcast. Alright, fine, dude. I don't want to stake you out from your life. Go find the masks. So, your uh, goal your goal right now is to find masks and sell them? Yeah. It gets me out on the street, so I can start street performing, being a weirdo, selling, wheeling, dealing, finding people, asking questions, getting questions asked of me. Meeting people, you know, trying to control some minds around here. Well, go do your thing and uh, report back. I hope it goes well. You got it, dude. All right, love you. Love you, bye. <laughs> Later.